Bucks got him. <laughs> clearly, clearly, that's what Michael telling the, the boys. <laughs> Welcome back, you know, good bastards, to the Pod Deep podcast. Be very quiet. Kick back. Listen up. Subscribe, comment, and like. Pod Deep podcast. Episode number 21 of the Pod D Podcast. And you got it. Your boy Rizzle is hosting once again, and we are making Pod Deep history. Now, we got all five members of the Pod D Podcast in attendance for the first time in history. That means you got me, Rizzle. That means you got Big Said, you got Squeak, you got Ant, and you got Jay slash Maverick, Guru, whatever. You got all five of us today. So, once again, before we get started, Please subscribe, like, comment to the Pod D podcast. We greatly appreciate it. You know, we're getting this thing off the ground. We're working the kinks out, but we love your support. So to get things started, we're going to do the deep question thought of the week. So that we're gonna, I'm going to turn it over to my man, Sid, for that. All right. Deep thought question. It's 11 p.m. You have a terminally ill mother-in-law meaning she will die soon, very soon. Terminally a mother-in-law. At 12 a.m. tonight, midnight, a policy, a death policy expires where she has to be died in order for you and your wife to collect a million dollars. Your wife wants her to die. <laughs> she wants you to smother her. She wants you to smother her by midnight to collect this bread. Can you do it? Recap as you're thinking about it. Let me recap. It is 11 p.m. Your mother-in-law is terminally ill. Think of your current mother-in-law. She's she's current. She's terminally ill. Will die soon. But if she isn't dead by 12 midnight tonight. You don't collect on your million dollar death policy. Your I'm wife not, wants I'm not you to smother her. At midnight. It has to be smothered. It has to be smothered. To collect the bread. Can you do it? I go first. I can do it, but I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk that up to karma. Like if it's meant to be, you know. It's meant to be like it's gonna happen, but I'm not gonna be the one to to smother her with a you know and have that on my conscience, you know, the rest of my days that you know I killed her just to get a million dollars. So uh, I wouldn't. And said, "Damn, this is about the second damn question you didn't came up and talking about killing people. What's going on, man? We'll get to that later. Squeak, what you got? Uh, I couldn't do it. I love my mother-in-law. I don't want their blood on my hand like that." 
the money sounds good, but you know, nah, I, I'm not, uh, I won't participate in anything like that. I'm, I'm walking away feeling like, you know, my wife come up with a plan like that. She'll take me out in a matter, you know, matter of days, months, years, you know, so <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't participate in nothing like that. And so I know you, ask, I know you, I know you ruthless. <laughs> that pillow in my hand, I'm telling you. <laughs> if I probably would ask a question, sometimes the mother, if she coherent and she like gone and do it because I want to do it, give the inheritance, then I'm a gone and do it. But it had to be. The mothers, the mother had to give me the okay. Like, do you want me to do it or you want to just do it to have it? So if the mother said, and it's not, it's not my mom, it's the mother-in-law. If she said, go on and do it because I want to leave an inheritance to my family. Sometimes they got to be, tough things got to be done and I bear it for my family. I go on and, and smother. Aunt being aunt. <laughs> Hey. My turn. My yep. mother, my mother-in-law is such a gangster. She would say do it. So yeah, smother. Same with you. I would talk about it, and she would pretty much probably say go ahead and do it if she knows she's gonna get ready to go out anyway. Hmm. Okay. So you got this, man. I couldn't do it. You couldn't. I, I, I couldn't do it. If I if I was under if I was if I was doing it, if if it was me, I I couldn't do it. I, similar to what you guys said, I couldn't have the blood on my hand. But if you tweak that a little bit, if you tweak, if you tweak that question, just a simple tweak as what you were saying, and she she expressly told you to do it. If it came to that, could you do it at that point? Who taught me to do it? The mom. The mom. If the mom, mother-in-law told you. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the question I'm a, I'm gonna have with a like if she told yeah, me I'm no. Saying, yeah, but now if you if you know that she she's told you could I, I still probably couldn't do it. Yeah. If she told me to do it, so, I'm gonna do it. So I got I got I got a, I got a question. So is the manner of death is that is that what makes it so easy for you, Aunt? The, the, the manner, just smothering her. Is that is that what makes it so easy? Yeah. Okay. It ain't a ruthless, you know. I, I couldn't not. slit her throat or nothing like that, but smothers kind of calm as you can get. I think that's. I think that's. that's I I think that's more intimate. Like. I it think, is. I think that the smothering is a little bit more intimate than the than just. Slashing her throat or something like that. Yeah, because I mean, she's she gonna struggle. You gotta hear somebody die. Yeah, and she. And I she mean, no if, matter if you, if you don't want no blood on your hands and you want the money, you go with an. No, no, no. I think true. of it like, oh yeah, she's 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 struggling right now. She want to get put out. I gotta go on here now. The money is what her wishes is to give to us, but I'm treating her like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't want to do it. But if I love her like that, I'm going to honor her wishes. Okay. I got a question, a little twist. What would you do if you the 
person that's ill and you got one hour to decide to leave an inheritance to your family, to your kids. Are you, what What are you asking on that bed? I start with you, Rod. What, what, what are you going to say? All your kids get a million and then you got over, one hour. Me, shit. Don't yeah. smother me, overdose me. Right. You got one hour. I want the I want the best Viking in um morphine you got play my music. There's no pills. You got no yeah, like you said, you gotta be smothered. smothered, Trying to change. Yeah, give me a bowl, give me a bucket of water and let me dunk my head in it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm serious though. Hey, take me out. If it's if it's if it's for my kids, take me out. CJ, now big big ass mother me. <laughs> now okay, Take okay. So, so if it's for the kids, what if what if it's for the wife? What if it's so? What if it's solely for the wife and not the kids? Then what? I mean, I'm, I'm smother me. And let her and let her take that million dollars and, and lay up with another dude. Yeah. I'm gone. Yeah. What I'm gonna do with? I'm gone. Nah, nah. You gonna? Oh. You, she gonna have to make it on her own. She gonna make it on her own. Nah, I don't she know. You gotta make it on her own. She, she ain't gonna lay up with another dude in that meal. <laughs> now, if now you know, if the kids can't get it, she ain't getting. It. I probably would do the same thing. I probably would gonna let her smother me. Cause I'm still. Trying to bless, you know, leaving a heritage to, for my family. So, if that's the sacrifice, then I gotta go on and do it. So, 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 recap. First question, mother-in-law. We got three nays, two yays. Yeah. Then when we tweak it, that the mother-in-law, just so we all say that the mother-in-law is okay. You had the mother-in-law gave you the blessing. How do we answer that? If the mother law gives you that blessing, Rod, where you at on it? Could you do it? At, did you do it then? Nah, I'm still good. I'm still ain't gonna do it. Go too squeak. It's it's a no go for me. I, I don't want their blood and on it, conscious on my hand. <laughs> we already know what the gangster's gonna do. So you know what they gonna do? Put it in there. Wow, it's not the same. That, that's crazy. It stayed the exact same, even if you got the mother-in-law's blessing on it. That's cool. I got a that's feeling cool. these answers right. might change if we get off this internet. <laughs> nah. Nah. Okay. So that was good. It's one. all right. That was a good one. So uh check this out. I got one that I want to pose. Okay. It's gonna be my not as deep thought question uh, of the week. So let me try to frame this for you. So you are the creator, the inventor of something. Uh, let's say cancer. Let's say you came up with the cure for cancer. Okay. All right. So right before you about to un- un- unveil it to the public, patent it and put it out to the public, someone comes to you and they say, hey, let me get that off of you. And they buy it from you. They buy the patent, the whole thing, let's say for a million dollars. So you're you're out of it. This it's it's now theirs. So they go on and they let's say they make 
two, let's say make a hundred million off of it, along with the adulation and the notoriety of being known as the person to come up with the cure for cancer. All right. So would you be able to, to deal with that? Knowing that you were the one that actually came up with it and you got broke off a little chunk, a little, a little, little, little bit, but they went on to make hundreds and hundreds of million dollars and have the notoriety and the adulation of being known as the person who was, who cured cancer. I got a question. I got like a question for, before we start with discussing that. So uh -huh. your cure did you know it would cure, or you just had a thought that it may cure? You knew it was going to you, cure it? You know it's a cure for cancer. And and right before you put it out to, to the public, to, uh, you know, everything, right before you do that, someone comes to you like, hey, let me get that up off of you. And they break you off a little change, but that change is nowhere. It It's not in comparison to what they're going to make. And like I said, the notoriety that they're going to get from from being known as the person to cure cancer. So would you be okay with knowing that you've been compensated, but the end result wasn't what it could have been if you just would have stuck with it? I'll go first on this one. For me to agree to it, I'm going to be comfortable with whatever results after that. Boom or bust. So if I agree to it, then I'm good with what I got. I can't worry about what the other man get. Otherwise, I wouldn't have sold it. So if I if I asked for a million and he gave me the million, I'm gonna be good with be good with what I got because I got what I wanted. Now, if they take it and blow it up and get everything way ten times fold more than I got, I'm not gonna sweat off of that. Okay. Yeah. What about I'm, you? Sir? I'm, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm just a, I'm just a man of my word. So I got to be comfortable with whatever my compensation was, whatever my deal was. I can't be counting another man's pocket. Right. Whatever my deal was, I got to be cool with that deal. I'm a, I'm hot because why? Why am I selling a cure for cancer? Right. I'm hot right. about it, but I can't be counting his pockets. I made my deal. I got to live with my deal. I don't Sweet. see myself agreeing to that deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I don't mean to change the question, but I don't see myself agreeing to that deal knowing that there is no, I developed a, the cure for cancer and there is no alternative to that. I don't see a million dollars as being, you know, the, uh, a fair evaluation for, 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 for my brain thought. You know what I'm saying? So if I did settle for that, I would really be upset with myself, you know. I really and I would be upset with myself. The news get out that this person um, not only uh, took credit for my ideal, but now they're the face of the cure of cancer, and they're making you know ten times what what I was initially offered. You know, that's bad business on my part, and so I would. Um, Going forward, I probably would have a, a, a grudge or or regret on a, a business deal like that. You know, I got a question, Hughes. Mm -hmm. He said makeup, and he used cancer as an example. Uh -huh. Suppose it was the sticky note, and you sold the sticky note for a million dollars, and now it's worth billions. 
Would you still have the same answer? No, I think that would be one to grow on in the sense of a sticky note, probably uh, only thing comparable to a sticky note was just probably a notebook paper or something like that, right? So I would think that if I, you know, came up with the sticky note and I would think, no, it wouldn't catch on. So yeah, if I did a deal for a million and 10, 15 years later, it's, you know, the owner now is, is worth a billion, I'm broke. A million uh, a hold me down, but yeah, there probably wasn't no smart investment. Once again, you know what I'm saying. But that ain't the. But the question is, Squeak, you did it, so he wants to know your reaction to it. So, the, the business deal is bad. We know the business is bad, but if it happens, what's your reaction? I think that's what he's trying to get it. So the reaction is, you happy for the first two months because you got the million, you count the million, right? You fast forward. All humans, we change, you know? So you will be counting the, the next person's pocket, you know what I'm saying? Because it's going to get advertised. You're going to see but you it. Begrudge that guy. Huh? But you begrudge that guy. Huh? You begrudge that guy that you sold it to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's natural. I think mm -hmm. that's natural. I think it's, it's natural you, like, not to be flipping it, like, you, you could date somebody, right? They ain't look as beautiful as they did with you. But they glow, they glow up, you know what I'm saying? When y'all break up and shit like that, you looking like, yeah, why you gonna do that shit when we was together? You know, you just everybody have like regret and shit, you know what I'm saying? Okay, check this out. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on kind of I'm on kind of switch it. All right. Okay. So let's say let's say you get paid to be silent. You still you still getting you still getting paid, but someone else is the face behind it now you're not going now you're not getting money the money that they get mm -hmm. but you're getting paid to stay silent so they can be the face like hey i'm the one that cured it i'm the one so everyone is on my tip because i did it but you're still getting you know let's say you're not getting you didn't get just you know a one-time sum but you're getting steady like, money like royalties in a sense yeah just just to be quiet about it yeah could you so stay you, quiet? You yeah. can't say anything. You can't be like, hey, man, I'm the one who did that. You know, I'm the one who should be getting the, 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 the props. Could you, be the, could you be the one to stay silent while the other man makes 10 times the money? Yeah, I'm, I'm at peace with that. I'm at peace with that. I think the long-term um, uh, investment of that kind of satisfy, I think, my ego more so than the fame for, for me personally, you know? And that's kind of what I'm trying to get at, actually, is just to see what's more important to you. You know, is the is the fame and the notoriety, would that be something that drives, that, that bugs you mm -hmm. because that person gets it and you don't? I mean, mm -hmm. you're being compensated, but you're not out, you know, everyone's not saying, you know, Rodney is, Rodney cured cancer. Right. You know, I'm, you know, no one's ever going to say that, although I did. And I'm getting compensated for, but no one's ever going to say Rodney did it. They're going to say John Doe did it. You know, would you be able to deal with, live with that? I couldn't make it publicly, but I'm damn sure telling my kids. You know, you, you know, your daddy did something, right? I'm damn sure telling now, my kids. But but what about if you do tell to sacrifice all your money? You got to sign an You got to sign an NDA when you when you when you do. Yeah. So if you say that, you sacrifice everything. You lose it all. 
I ain't never held no secret like that. I ain't gonna even lie to you. I, I ain't never, I never, I never been in that situation like that. You know that I'm taking one to my grave. You know what I'm saying? That's trick for me. I'm taking the money. I'm gonna keep quiet. I'm, you know, I might blow it after a while. I might, I might, I might speak on it. You, you what about I'm, you, Maverick? Yeah. I'm gonna be real honest. Uh, I'm kind of lost in what the question is. So let, let me let me ask a separate question. Don't answer this if you know the answer. You guys know about that shooting at the Walmart in Virginia, right? Mm -hmm. Let's play a quick game. White, black, or other. Other is anything except white or black. Was a shooter white, black, or other? White. White says white. And I don't know. You got to pick one. Aunt. Go ahead, Rodney. If I had to pick, I'd say black because it's at a Walmart and it's supposed to be an employee that's, that's disgruntled. <laughs> I would it's pick not other. people in the break room, so I'll, I'll go black. I would go other. Other. Say, uh, uh, Hughes, what you got? I say white. All right, he was black. I would have picked white too all day. He was black. No, nah, like I said, I, I, I you know, Walmart break room, pissed off, black. Yeah. All right. All right. So, looks like we got, you know, we got some gangsters that's, <laughs> that'll kill at the drop of a hat. And then we got some people who don't really care about. The fame or the adulation, just as long as they get compensated. So, moving on to the next topic. So, um, in our previous episode, you know, I talked about my lack of interest in new music today. You know, any artists that came out after 2010, I pretty much don't fuck with. So, what what we were going to do is the guys were going to throw our artists albums whatever for me to review and i you know i would listen come back and get my review on the following week's podcast so jay threw out currency um so i didn't get a chance to listen to currency so i'm gonna put that on the back burner and hopefully by the next episode i'll be able to uh get my review for currency but i did uh listen to Nas's new album king disease three so uh, said if you want to go uh, use the bathroom or get a drink, you know you're welcome to because I know this is this is not a subject that you're gonna have any input on. So you know by all means uh, take care of your business. Um, so yeah, I listened to King's Disease Three and I gotta say that I was totally totally blown away. Like that is a dope ass album. Like to me, that's one of one of his best albums ever post so, me uh you know a beginning of his career later career is one of his best albums like i put it on in the background at work and i was trying to work but as i was listening to it i found myself like wait a minute hold up wait a minute let me rewind that like it's a dope ass album so um so what last week i gave um uh, her loss with 21 savage and drake i gave that a six on a scale of one to ten, so on this one, 
I think I got to go nine and a half for King. Classic. So that's a classic. I got to go nine and a half on King Disease three. And to that, to follow up with that, I throw this question out to you all. With this, with this string that Nas has been on in the past, let's say five years with the albums that he's dropped, do you consider this his best stretch of his career? Um, now we got to look at, you know, he, he got off to the great start with Illmatic, and then he was in with, you know, uh, Nostradamus and I Am, and it was written and all that. But is this stretch that he's on now? In his late forties, is this his best stretch as an artist? I'm gonna start with Maverick because you know he he's the the the, the Nas guy. Boom. Can't, can't. Go ahead, go ahead, Sedge. I'm sorry, I, I wanted to interrupt, but I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna download that right now as these guys start to discuss. But can you tell me, like, in just a, just just uh, why do you think it's his best body of work? Is it just like lyrically, do you think production? What makes it this particular this particular album? Uh huh. Yes, um, this particular album. I mean, his lyricism is always on point. Um, I think the biggest, the one of the biggest things that that was a downfall for him was beats. You know, earlier in his career, like the beats just didn't seem. You know, they always say Nas shows bad beats. You know, I think that's something that Tupac did. On his first first album or so, first couple albums. So I think the production and his lyrics are just coming together so so smoothly on these last albums, you know. And he's you know it uh, what he what he's, he's dropped the second lost ta- uh, lost tapes two, he's dropped um, three King Disease albums, and then he had another album I think that he dropped. Uh, oh, did he drop Not There? Magic. Yeah. Yeah, Nasir too. He dropped Nasir. So like he's dropped like five albums, you know, over the last five, six years. And um all of them if have been dope to you know, from solid to dope. And I think this one, I think this one is his best in in in, in the past five years. And I and I think that this stretch of these on, I don't think we we've we've never seen an MC do this. Like even Jay, like Jay hasn't, you know, Jay's dropped albums later on in his career, but he has not had a stretch of just dope albums back to back to back to back to back. Late in his career. Now we know what he did beginning his career, but late in his career. I would say the second MC that that's done something like that would be Scarface. Late in his career, have uh, a, a string of albums that the production and the lyrical content is there, but it just probably just never received the notoriety that the Nas is receiving. But but you're 100% correct. Nas is onto something that uh, a lot of ODMCs haven't tapped into yet. So I want to hear. I want to hear. Uh, I want to hear Maverick's take. Yeah. You just made a good point, Roddy. Uh, no offense, Hughes. I don't think anybody's had this resurgence in rap like Nas has had on this level. Winning that uh, Grammy last year with King Disease 2. Um, King Disease 1. One. It was one. It won the Grammy. I thought it was two. Just one. One, one. Okay. Um, just the, the consistency and the quality of 
the uh, Hit Boy and Nas albums is is unprecedented. I don't think anybody. Um, I hope I said that word right. I don't think anybody um, has ever matched this 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 run late in their career. I don't know if I would call it his best run. I think when I think of Nas, you know, without Google, I can see him having like three phases of his career so far with uh, the uh, Il- uh, what's the, what should, I'm forgetting the first. What's the name of the first album? You just said Illmatic. 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 Illmatic is the, first album. Il- the Illmatic. Uh, it was written that you know that first three four album run. Then he came back when he was beefing with Jay. That Stillmatic run in the middle. Mm-hmm. Nostradamus Stillmatic, um, Lost Tapes was kind of in the middle. Something nah, you else. Mixed, you mixed that up. I, I'm just not in order. I'm just kind of giving that middle, you know, group of albums. And then his third chapter would be this Hit Boy chapter. I don't think he's done either. I think he's he's talking about um, doing the same thing with Primo. So I don't think he's done. But I don't think anybody's had this run, this good of a run, being this solid as Nas has had. Now to rate this album, I wouldn't give it. Um, I'm not mad at your nine. You know, it really hits you like that. But if you if I put this line this up against uh, King Disease one and two, to me, I heard a review about uh, talking about this today. It's something that's a little missing with this album. It's, it's like um, I heard it described as being more commercial. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's super clean. It's almost like they said it was like it was built to be streamed, which I don't have an issue with that. But it's just missing a little something to me compared to the, the other two albums. So I would give it like a 7.5 to an 8. So still solid. No complaints. So I like what about, it. What about you, Squeak? So I give it a I give it an eight point five. To me, uh, King Disease three is a rival to first King Disease, which I think is the is the top. But I have days of the week where I go King Disease three first, then I go King Disease one. Uh, two to me, King Disease two is not the best, but it's as a Nas fan, it's it's in my collection. Now, now to answer your question, uh, is this his best run? So Nas Illmatic was his first album, and that was kind of like a New York album to me. You know, being in the Midwest, it didn't it didn't hit me as hard as people from the New York uh, area and stuff like that. So it didn't resonate with me personally. I got resonated with uh, when he dropped it was written, and when he followed that up with Nas Dramas, I believe those first three albums to me. Um, he started high and then the critique came that he couldn't match Illmatic. So he didn't get the kind of stellar reviews that he's getting, that he's now receiving for King Disease 1, 2, and 3. You know what I'm saying? I think the King Disease uh, series right now at this particular time in uh, in the era of, of rap, he as an elder MC, he has the content, he has the production that he needs, and he has the fan base and the audience that that are now more mature, more intellectual to catch what he was saying back when in 94, when, when he was just rapping over our heads, you know, a 17 year old coming from Queensbury, New York had such a high vocabulary, a high awakening with his raps. It was just too advanced for me. I'm not going to even lie about it. It was just too advanced for me. But right now here we are in 2022 
the audience is ready for what he has. And I think he is delivering. I think he has the production. Um, and I think he fixed that in his second album. You know, I, I, I don't look at him like um, like I heard one um, uh, YouTuber say that he's the hip hop's worst beat picker. I don't agree with that at all. Uh, I, I think he has in a, uh, in the beginning of his career, he has great beats like uh, Hate Me Now. I think that's a phenomenal beat. But to me, I give it an 8.5 and I like King Disease 3. That's that's dope. But them, uh, just just to interject. Those first three albums, okay, you got Illmatic, then you got It Was Written, and I'm not sure which which one came next. Not sure I think I Am. Was yeah, I Am. I, I am, think I am, and then because he dropped I Am and Nostradamus, I think in the same year, 1999. Yep. So, That's... um, Illmatic, it was written, and Nost and I Am. I mean, Jay broke it down. He, I mean, Jay's Jay's and Jay Z niggas mm-hmm. like you know one was, eh, you know, one out. You know, he basically had out of those first three, he had one dope album, one that was eh. And then the other one, it was like, my, it was trash. Like, so, Nostradamus was trash. So, to me, that's two dope albums out of three, not just one. Which but, one you consider in this? Okay, okay, I'm, okay. It was written. I forgot. Now, it was written was kind of commercial. There that, you that go. Was, that, that's why he went commercial with that one. And, um, and that's what you want to do, considering the first one, it was just New York based. And and considering the time that it was released in. Yeah, because that um, album I, I came still, at the I same. still think this is his best... I mean, personally, I still think this is his best stretch of albums because, you know, even when he got the resurgence, when when Jay dissed him and he he dropped Steelmatic, he dropped Steelmatic, and then he dropped um, Godson and uh, Streets Disciple. I mean, those were okay, but you know, I think he's dropped like the last five years. He's dropped like five solid to dope albums you know to where you really don't have you really don't have a qualm with anything that he's doing like with those others it's like nostradamus and you know godson okay yeah okay but with these with these with this stretch you know i think he's really doing it um we know said don't got nothing to say and do you have anything to answer (laughs) i got a question though okay is it easy? Is it uh, James about to say something? I didn't want to interrupt. I didn't interrupt what you wanted to say. You, you about to say anything? Yeah, I've never agreed that Nas was a bad beat picker. I think that's just like urban legend or something. I've never even that's never been an issue with me. Also, I heard this again. It was on um, Juan Epstein podcast, podcast Cypher Sounds and Peter Rosenberg. Good podcast. Um, there's no I'll Nas. Plug I'll plug them on our shit. That's why I didn't. That's why I didn't do it because I. It's, it's yeah, it's okay. It's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's um. There's no Nas album to me that you can't put on like in the background where you go turn that shit off. It's, it, it's, there's no eh, bad not, album to me. Nostradamus, Nostradamus. Uh, I, don't know I mean, some are better than others, but there's none that is just terrible. No he good songs on it. He got a hit on every album. Yeah. Every he, al- yeah, it's something on every album. He got at least two. I mean, that, come on, don't let's not get in that conversation because that'll bring us back to country grammar's a classic. We can talk about one or two singles. Come on now. But say go ahead. What what did you have to end? What did you have to say? So, first of all, good to hear. I want I'm, i just went ahead and downloaded King Disease 3 because I, I I appreciate that. I'll definitely listen to it. 
you said it could be the best resurgence. You guys are saying it could be the best resurgence of an artist. I know it's just you said, right? It could be the best resurgence of an artist. Do you think it's easier to have a research come back, take a be be great, take a break, have a great resurgence, or is it harder? And I'm thinking of Jay Z when I think about this to be just solid all the way through. Not not no ridges, but just solid all the way through where you where every genre or every um, age group you hit. Which one you think is a little which one you think is more difficult? Getting back to who y'all, you know, I guess it's ultimately gonna get back to who y'all think the, who's better. But I just think in my mind, a resurgence is good, but to be quality throughout that whole time, because when I think of Jay-Z albums, I don't think of misses. I, I think of maybe one album that he missed on. Kingdom Come. Yes. That's good. And, I, and that's still solid. It's still solid. a solid seven. It's Ooh. a solid seven. It's a solid, solid album. So mm. I, I don't think there's a, a, a Jay Z album that you can rate under seven. I really don't. So, but to answer, your, to answer your question, say I think it's difficult either either way you go. Whether you go a straight line and, and you have a flow, or you take a resurgence. I look at it like a student. You know, you go elementary, middle school, high school, then you do your college, and then you get your grad school. And then you got people that that graduated from high school and they never went to college. So now that they're an adult and they got a family, now it's time to go back to school. That that's hard as to be a student as a as an adult for some people. You got some people that graduated, you know, from um, from from undergrad and now they're going to grad school and they got a, a, a life and a family. And, and that's hard to go back to be a student. You know what I'm saying? So I think it I think it works. It, it's difficult for for some people, depending on the stage of your life. You know, for, for Jay-Z, he had a momentum that he kept going. He never took that break and he never received that type of criticism, even though throughout those years he was not the number one uh, seller in that year with the albums you follow what i'm saying but he received the most recognition of nmc during that particular time frame you know what i'm saying whether m dropped the album that year Ludacris dropped the album nelly dropped the album his album got the most talked about but he didn't sell the most the, the most uh units that particular year and stuff like that but he gets all that particular credit whereas Nas, on the other hand as an mc he faced a lot of type of scrutiny you know what i'm saying for dropping albums same same as snoop Snoop took a break as well and, you know, switched from label to label and did yeah. a, a resurgence with Drop It Like It's Hot. You know what I'm saying? But anything he dropped now, it's just, you know, it, it doesn't hit the same way as as his earlier work. You know what I'm saying? So some MCs just have to figure that out. You know, I don't think it's easy anyway, me personally. What, what's your thought? What's your thought, Aunt, or Jay? I think it's harder to stay flat consistently good more so than you be good you lose yourself for a while and you can reinvent yourself but to stay solid it's, i think that's harder so, but 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 no one i don't think anyone's saying that, that nas cratered yeah he never lost himself yeah i mean he he's never cratered saying. to where people thought he lost it you know well, he's, he's, he's been solid he's been solid his whole career I think that just his last stretch, he just went up another level. Five years, huh? He just, I'm sorry, he just went up another level. 
Yeah, you know, I think I think this last stretch in his last five years, I think he's just this is his best stretch. Like so, he, so let me ask this question. So he started in '94. What at what point was he ever considered the king of New York? Biggie had that title. Like Jay had how, the title. But but what does that have to do with this this argument though? I don't, so I mean, I'm, I'm saying that to say. I'm saying that to say that when he did have from 94 to 96, his stretch of going straight, he never received those type of flowers that, that Biggie received when he dropped one album that Jay received when he dropped the album, like when 50 received, when he dropped his album, Nas never received that type of, he's the King of New York now title. Nas Nas has never received, he's never got, he's not a big seller. As far as albums, but I think he's always gotten the praise. You know, like you, now you said earlier, like Illmatic, like you know, it was it's a classic, but it didn't touch you being right. from where you was at. Right. But I, so I think that's just what it is. Like Nas has always been regarded as a, a dope MC, top MC. You know, whether he said he don't sell as much as the others, um, and I think because like. Until he got to it was written, he wasn't commercial. But then he got he got to be it was written, and I think I mean I don't know, I haven't I haven't googled it, but I would think that's probably his most the, the album that sold the most for him is will be it was written because he did more commercial shit on it. Yeah. I um. So. But I don't know. I yeah you know, like like I said I don't yeah you know, to me he's never really cratered. You know he's he's always been baseline, but. This last stretch that he's on, I think, is just—I think this is his best stretch of his career. I got a question for you, Rodney. Without the last five years of Nas, if it ended, his music ended right there. What is he? Is he average or is he above average? If you take the last five years away, he's the top three MC of all time. He's the top three MC of all time. Top one. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like Jordan. Like you take away the Wizards years, you know, is you know, he's he's still Jordan. And he's in a category that that he shares with only probably one MC, and that's probably Ice Cube. And that's being uh, a 17-year-old MC that that that, that came in into the game that's made complicated raps that that he took that uh, identify with the masses. Lil Wayne, on the other hand, was younger than both of them, but he wasn't considered the top lyricist at his age, like Ice Cube and Nas was. Uh, like that, that little, you know, that's, that's good you brought Lil Wayne up because I remember him coming, I remember him coming out and people were saying like, this Lil Wayne cat, he, you know, he's all that. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like I, I I I didn't hear it. I I literally did not hear it. That's but uh, but you know, all these years later, you know, I don't in 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 thinking about that, I'm I don't think any of us had him had him in his, our top five. No, nah, about he got better and better and better, kind of like a yeah. Tupac. He got better and yeah. better. Whereas whereas Cube and Nas, what they did was just hadn't been done before. You know, you I mean, talk about a seventeen-year-old that that came over. Lil Wayne was thirteen. Shit, huh? Hey, Lil Wayne was thirteen. Damn, there was yeah, thirteen, 14. I'm saying, but, but, 
his didn't transcend to multiple generations like like Nas and Cube did. He got better and better. You know, you know? You know the thing about little I mean, think about Lil Wayne is he has his own, he has some some 31, 32, 33 year olds that'll say he the dopest ever. Because right. he had a run, he had a run 2010, 2011. Like his run was just incredible. It was. I, mean, like, I think I think he was I think his was like, like slightly before that. I think he was that 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 era, you know, where Jay was kind of wishy-washy on what he was gonna do, like from 2007 mm -hmm. to 2010. Mm -hmm. In that time frame, I think that's when Wayne he, was just he's he was out the of the world. He, he was the best. He was on he everybody. Was he was on everybody. He was doing all these features. He was on he was on everybody stuff. He was killing it. So you got, I mean, he was dope. He was killing it. He, he was killing it. Um, but man, get back to like so three three of y'all, and I know Anne ain't a huge rap fan, but three of y'all really y'all think Nas is better than Jay-Z. Uh, like, just just I Nas didn't know. I, I think no. Jay Z Nas better. I didn't. I didn't. I think it's hard for me to say because I think I think Jay is more versatile than Nas. Yeah. Because when Nas tries to do different things, it just doesn't come off. He get criticized for it. To me, it doesn't come off right. Like 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 when when Big did the the Bone Thugs thing, that shit seemed natural. It right. seemed like that's that's. It seemed like to me that's just who he his flow. Even though it wasn't, when Nas did, when Nas tried to switch it up a little bit, it's just like, nah, you you stay with what you do, okay. and I don't know if that's a knock, but it's just like, but but Jay, you know, but Jay started, you know, we didn't know it at the time, but that's what Jay started with, you know, the the fad, you know, the the, yeah. the fast flow. We didn't know that because mm -hmm. we didn't, we wasn't hip to it at the time. So when he when he came out and did originators with um. What no? What yeah? Uh, the nigga what nigga who? We was like, damn, Jay is Jay doing some twisted stuff, but really he just yeah. doing what he started with, okay. you know. But yeah, I, I would say Jay's more versatile with his flow, with his styles. Uh, Nas is a better MC. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, Jay Z is yeah, he's more. It's more versatile. He can he knows how to appeal, you know, to different groups. But MC wise, it's um, Nas. I say this all the time. You can live if you listen to Nas. You can damn near near um, like. Don't take this the wrong way. He's not like God or anything. But you can damn near pattern your life after what he's saying in his rhymes, and you can pretty much navigate through you know through your youth through the world based on what he's talking about. He's been talking about investing in stocks back on the first album before he you know even had real money and just through his career he's been just dropping jews do this do that black girl laws talking about you know situations with um content yeah if, with the females immature females um what's the what's the song rodney um where he's talking about the guy who's like in his 30s still on the block um want to be a young young guy you know uh, what i'm talking about I know what you're talking about. It, that was on the um, that was on the Steelmatic album. Just uh, song, songs like that, where he's yeah, telling he the, those versatile, real stories. He has versatile uh, content that I think he's known for, and he gets credit for. 
Jay, he's a good storyteller. He's a slick MC as well. I think they complement each other very well. And I think they push each other, you know, lyrically. Uh, JG is more slicker. He has a commercial uh, appeal to him. But Nas, on the, on the mo most part, is probably a, a top backpack MC rapper that can do multiple things. He can, he can come from a hood side of things. He can get it from a commercial side of things. And he can just keep it right here with the content. Uh, I'm not going to say Jay-Z's better than him. I'm not going to say he's better than, than Jay. I think that they both complement each other, you know. Stuck uh, in, Maverick, stuck, Maverick, stuck in second childhood. Second, yeah, I was about to say second childhood, yeah. yeah. Second childhood um, is on the new CD. No, second yeah, childhood. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, sorry. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. But I will say, I think, I, I think, I think Jay-Z is going to go down as the greatest rapper ever. I think just just off his notoriety, his do in his his catalog, I think eventually people will look at him as the greatest rapper ever. His business sense. I mean, he has business wise, he's done things that most rappers have haven't done. So, you know. All right. Okay. Good. Just, that was a good discussion. Good. good discussion. So let's move on to our next topic. So we're gonna talk about I wanna I wanna get what you guys have to say about Britney Griner. Now, this is something that's been going on for damn near the entire year, for real. And, um, you know, I apologize for not, for not bringing this up as a topic earlier, because I think this is something this is a good topic for us to talk about. So as we all know, Brittany Griner, um, she went over to Russia and she had some some vape cartridges or whatever in her bag, in her luggage. She was confiscated. They locked her up. And she's been there ever since. I think that was in February. And she's subsequently she's been um, convicted and on drug charges and sentenced to 10 years. I think what uh, recently, maybe last week or something, she was they transferred her to another place that where she where, from where she was. Um, and, you know, U.S. government, they still say that they're trying to arrange some sort of uh, exchange for her but you know we're going on damn near a year and this woman is still in bondage you know in in russia over a vape cartridge so um i know there's a lot to un unpack on this one but let, let, let's let's get us get it started um squeak i'm gonna go start with you go ahead what you what, what you got to say on this britney grinder situation i'm gonna start out by saying free britney grinder um i don't think that what she's being charged with is that serious considering a country that has just invaded their, their border country, Ukraine, going to war and you want to hold somebody accountable for some marijuana. I think that what she did, they should have just gave her a fine if, if they're serious about their loss. But to lock somebody up over vape, vape cartridge, you know, and give them 10 years. I think it was just a ploy for them to get at the U.S., you know. Me personally, I don't have all the details. I don't know all the laws in, 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 in Russia, but I do not agree with their actions, you know, of of holding somebody down like that. I mean, but at the same time, hell, this country here in U.S. has done something similar with with marijuana possession of individuals uh, selling and then turn around and, and build dispensaries and, and have it, you know, legal in different states and stuff like that. Uh, so my thing is that, you know, I just think that they should release her and um, send her home. So who's more? So the uh, follow up. So 
Who's more to blame, Russia or the U.S.? I think you have to know, as as an individual, when you travel, you do you do have to know the laws. You know what I'm saying? No, um, no, 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 no. That ain't what I asked. You I said who's asked, more to blame? Who's more to blame, Russia or the U.S.? I don't know how you could blame the U.S. in this in this scenario. More I mean, you so. got a woman. You got a woman languishing in prison over a misdemeanor. I always thought that they don't nego- negotiate with terrorists, and I don't. And I, this ain't terrorism. I don't know if they see Russia as terrorists. You know what I'm saying? But this ain't this ain't terrorism, though. I think I think well. So in that, in that scenario, I would think as as a U.S. government, you would want to get your own like that, like they have for for several reporters but this is not the first time that a person has been locked up over abroad and they haven't been able to get back free true so this is not anything new it's just an individual that we we know of you know what i'm saying a sports figure you know it's i think that's something that we've never seen before more so than a, a reporter or a journalist you know that's you know just been locked up in afghanistan or somewhere else of that mm-hmm. nature you know what i'm saying it's a sports figure so it kind of hits home for us since we all like sports fans and stuff you know and what you got to say on this one i got a question i guess i haven't followed it like i probably should but was it laws in place over there to where she bring the vape cartridges yes. are they giving her true what they lost saying. Like, um, you bring this over here, you get 10 years. If you get caught bringing that here. It's not that black and white, but it is It is a law. It's, she broke the law. Clear, clear as day. But it's not that black and white what the, what the punishment is for it. But to, to answer your question, make it simple, it, she so did to break, me, the knowingly if, break the law. If, if that's the case, it ain't on the United States to bail everybody out like that if you broke the law. That's just how I feel. You, kn- okay. you knew it was a chance that could happen when you took it, and now they just using your celebrity to make it even bigger. You can't do that. To me, that's just my thought. And so it ain't I- up for the U.S. to bail her out, make a deal, give up something that they have to bring her home when she did it knowing it was against the law. So can I ask a question? Is is marijuana not legal in Russia? Do anybody know that? Or is, or is it the issue of her traveling with it and bringing it into their country? Does anybody know that part? It's not legal. And they take it seriously. I'm reading it now. Uh, they have a 0.1 acquittal rate. So basically, 100% of people caught get um, convicted, and you can get up to most people get up to three years in prison. So, yes, it's serious out there. And so, up to three years, but you got 10. So, yeah, they're messing with her. Yeah, nine, I'm out nine or 10, something like that. 10. I heard no, knowing that for me, you're asking. The, your country to bail you out of, of, of something that you got yourself into. I don't, I just like, if it was unjust, then yes, then they, then the U.S. would be required, you need to let it go. But it's not unjust. 
she did it. I, in my opinion, she thought that she was like, for her to do it, it was a slap in Russia face, and they just proven that it's not. That, that their country, their rules, you have to follow. And if you don't, these are the consequences. All right. Say what you got to say on it. You know, if I'm not mistaken, she was playing uh she was playing professional playing professional basketball over there. That's true. So she, Correct. I mean, she knew she know the rules, but I think what we're all thinking is they, they're trying to make an example out of her. She was in the wrong, but they really are trying to make an example out of her. Exactly. I the trade that the US would have to make to get Brittany Briner out, I mean, take somebody that really did some really bad stuff in the United States, it ain't equivalent. You know, it ain't while we all feel bad for Brittany Griner, um, she made that decision. And I feel awful for her because you're thinking, damn, we but but for the United States to give up somebody like I think it's a equivalent to them giving up somebody who killed Americans or something, you know, That's really like harsh. Like Paris, right? Yeah, really harsh. Arms, to swap. Arms dealer. Yeah, arms dealer and swap and swap. Just ain't an even swap. So I feel I feel horrible for Brittany Griner. I do, you know, man. And I'm glad that the you know the, the guys in the NBA, the ladies in the NBA, or in the WNBA are showing their respect. There's only so much that we can do when, and I've seen like just clips. It's I mean it's widely known that marijuana is illegal, and it's posted everywhere. I mean it's posted everywhere. So she knew she was taking a joint. I heard, I heard she knew she was taking a, um, a chance. A chance, and there was you know sports figures, there are celebrities who said, "Man, I always smoke in Russia." You know, it's just it's so many different point of views on it. But my opinion is, it's I feel bad for uh, she just seemed like she's just being made an example by an oligarchy that's ridiculous. But what can we do? Yo, you know? repeat that word for me, see. I ain't heard oligarchy. that. Oh. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> I ain't heard that since uh, damn high school. Yeah, so a I, damn a I damn got to Google that shit. <laughs> so it just seemed like she's being made an example of, and uh, she's just in a man. She's in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, I, I would be yeah. interested to know if this is her first time with that vaping going into Russia. You know, they 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 said there was some people that. Kind of knew they were following her. They knew that she was doing. They knew that it was a setup. It's mm-hmm. kind of have a, you know if you kind of read some of the some of the, the blogs, they're, they almost set her up. Like they knew she was doing this the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I even think she's got warned a, a time or two. Yeah. And then yeah. now they just, they just catch her and they get punished. Her. Most so, of the time, Hughes, they don't come down on you the first time they see it. Most of the time, it's stop doing it, but then they continue to do it. Okay. It, don't, it don't be like, I think her celebrity would have gave her one pass or two, and then she's steady doing it, and then finally somebody like, you're not going to keep doing it. I'm going to have to get you. Yeah, and yeah, right. I, believe, playing, I believe she was trying to pull their card, and they pulled it. Oh, wow. That's sad to hear. I mean, she was over there as a professional athlete, so she knew the rules. It ain't like she was just passing through. And they they caught up with her. She was living, you know, she was over there, you know, full-time, like, not full-time, part-time playing sports. I think we've all kind of 
made bonehead decisions in our life. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Without oh, yeah. ever having to to pay like that in our in our lifetime. You know what I'm saying? I know I oh, snuck yeah. some shit in several <laughs> facilities. You know what I'm saying? Without knowing the penalty. You know, but yeah, my my prayers go out to her. I, I wish she wouldn't have made that decision. Jay, what you got to say? Uh, on the flip side, like they are messing with, um, they're trying to use her to negotiate. And the guy they're trying to trying to get back is called the Merchant of Death. I don't know if you guys saw the movie. Um, I can't think of the, the actor's war, name. Is it War Dogs? No, nah, nah, is it no? Nah, not War Dogs. It's the one with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Um, I can't. It, no, I can't think of the name of it. But basically, they're trying to get. She had 0. 0.02 ounces of a weed oil, and they're trying to get back. Uh, basically, a world, a terrorist, an arms dealer, which is probably going to end up working in the end. But she may have to sit, you know, for a few more years to get out. But just as a reminder on how this goes in a different direction. But the U.S. kind of did the same thing. It's not the same case. But in 2017, this guy named Alan Russell got caught with 1.5 ounces of weed in Mississippi. Excuse me, Mississippi. He ended up getting a life sentence. 1.5 ounces is not a whole lot of weed. So just in this world, weed laws are still not, um, not fair. So I just wanted to you know, put that on the table. Okay. Okay. So... Uh... For a synopsis of this, free Britney Griner. Right. Yep. Fuck Definitely. Russia. Because <laughs> I actually have been to Russia. Out of all five of us, I have been to Russia. So I'm going to say fuck Russia. Because I didn't like it when I was there. They was on some bullshit. So fuck them. <laughs> so let's go. Let's, let's, move, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, so this is kind of going to be a free for all. Um, you know, if you guys got anything that you want to talk about, current events, uh, you know, anything that, that that piqued your interest that you would like to bring to the table, uh, you know, give you an opportunity to do so. So, uh, and I got, like, you, you look like I you got, got something. Go ahead. I got one thing I want to say. Uh, over the past week, uh, Mr. Martin. Dr. Martin Matthews, a uh, Matthew Dickey, passed away at 97. Rest in peace. I mean, all of us that play sports in St. Louis, no, came through Matthew Dickey. Mm -hmm. So he was a, a great man for allowing all of us to play. Whatever sport it was, too. I ain't go baseball, basketball, football, tennis, whatever you got. I mean, it hit me a little different when I heard that he passed away. It also hit me different. I seen him two years ago at a baseball field watching my son play at oh, 95 wow. in the hot sun. I, we was coming home visiting, and he was out there and, you know, watching his gr grandson play baseball. But this – just know that he passed away and lived for, to 97 and the legacy he left. Big shout out for uh, Dr. 
Matt, uh, Martin Matthews, Martin Luther Matthews. And, and he, you didn't have to even play any sports to use their facility. That, that was the, another great thing about them. There's a lot of kids that didn't play baseball, football, or basketball for them, but, but got a chance to use it as an after-school program. After-school, mm-hmm. uh, or, or trouble teams that, that were kicked out of schools. That facility, Matthew Dickens, was being used to, to continue their education. When the Rams first came to, to town in St. Louis, uh, that facility was where the Rams was practicing that until they got everything built in Earth City and, and, and their stadium was complete. It was like a staple in a city for kids uh, other than uh, on the north side of St. Louis, other than Wells that's, that represents the, um, the the west side of St. Louis. So rest in peace, uh, Mr. Matthew. I got a chance to meet Mr. Dickey as well. So I, I, I grew up playing Matthew Dickey's and I got a chance to meet both of them, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, it ain't like they remember my name or nothing like that. But I'll never forget that they faces, you know what I'm saying, as a kid. So, yeah, rest in peace, man. That's what's up. That, that was a good one, and I'm glad you brought that up. Definitely, yeah. Definitely. I know we all got stories about Matthew Dickies, man. I mean, it, but can you just think about all the lives they touched? Like mm-hmm. the black, the young black lives they touched, man. We all was in there at some point in time doing something, man. That's so cool. I like I learned how to swim at Matthew Dickies, man. That's dope. That's a good <laughs> point, man. I walked out of swimming at Matthew Dickies. <laughs> Out of all the kids, out of all the kids in the facility, they started off with me first. And it was like, yeah, we need you to jump in the water. I was like, check this out. I got used to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And then you know what I did. Okay. Um, uh, anybody got any, anything else? Say you got anything? I won't put anybody on the spot, but, man, just throw it out. You know, this is kind of free-for-all right now. No, I ain't got, I ain't got nothing. I've been watching. Um, no, what? Well, I know we had a little. Uh, I'm gonna get these boys started. I know we had a little back and forth about uh, the, this upcoming fight. Is that a real? Oh, fight? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, is that a real fight with and Tank? Is that a real thing? You know, I don't think it, it, it. I don't think it's been officially announced. I don't think it's been officially signed. Uh, I think they just. Uh, the promotion companies and the network have verbally agreed. The fighters want to fight. It's not 100% official. Uh, If it's go down, it's going to go down sometime in 2023. I think they got the hard stuff of the negotiation out the way. They just got to get the contracts uh, back and stuff like that. But it's it's probably like 95% uh, official and done. Don't book no room. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) You know. All right. I'm be interested in that fight. So yeah. I think that's gonna be a good money maker, a good fanfare, and that's gonna be a difficult fight to bet. I know who I who I favor. I'm gonna be uh I'm gonna be um nervous for him as well though. You got tank, right? I got tank. I'm I'm kinda I'll be nervous for him because Garcia has fast hands and he got power. All right. Oh, one one last thing while we on combat sports. A Sunday, a Sunday, a Sunday, Jay. What, what, what was that, man? What, what, what happened when a Sunday got beat? What was a Sunday? Oh, Israel, Israel. Where Israel oh. got beat? Um, that's a, that's a thing that happens in, in MMA, happens in boxing too. It's like it's probably more in MMA when you, when a guy, when, when other fighters see your style too many times they get a chance to figure you out 
The same thing happened with uh, Usman. Um, same thing happened with Izzy. They they do the same thing in every fight, every time. So it just gives the competition a chance to catch up. And he just got caught. He was fighting a guy who was bigger than him. The guy had beat him before, knocked him out before. This same way. He got knocked out like this in kickboxing the same way. He was winning the fight up until the last round and got caught. It's just that, that guy's just, just in his head. He should have just pre- – I blame it on his corner, man. They should have either told him to run that last round or he should have went for that finish in the fourth round when he had him hurt and tired. I would take him down. Yeah, or take him down. I would have taken him down. Basically play it safe. Yeah. So I blame a lot of it on his corner, man. That was a good last fight. I watched that one. That was a good fight. That dude was bigger. That was a good fight, though. Definitely. And I was dis- I was disappointed. Something else happened. Somebody else lost. I wanted to win. Um, I, yeah, it was just disappointing to see that, man. That was a good ticket. That, that, that last card was a good fight card. It's a good yeah, fight well. card. Yeah, Disclaimer. Well. Maverick, a.k.a. Jay, he is our resident UFC uh, <laughs> uh, guru. So... Um, if if you're ever uh looking for your UFC information, inbox Jay, he'll give you everything you need to know from uh A to Z. Um, one, one more thing, I got three things real quick, and here, and here you go. <laughs> Not in May, I was a Wolves kid, I live close to the Wolves, and you can get you'll get beat up up at Wolves, but rest in peace to uh Mr. Matthew Dickey. He he's he did a for you know youth in St. Louis and his organization still does. So yeah, he's very important. Um, if you're not from the St. Louis area to the St. Louis area for, for youth sports. Um two. We have a subscriber. His name is James. His YouTube page is the mind of James. The other night I was just clicking around on YouTube and he, he is a subscriber to our channel to the Pop Deep high deep channel and i just clicked on one of his videos and this dude is going his thing is like exercising i haven't watched a lot of his content but he loves to do burpees like a hundred at a time and i just started watching one of his videos and this guy inspired me to get off the couch and get down and start doing burpees just like he was so i just want to send a shout out to you james thank you for subscribing good videos keep up the good work the mind of james the youtube page Okay. All right. I just wanted to shout that guy out. Last thing, Larsa Pippen dating Michael Jordan's son. What do we think about this slut? That, don't Mark, slut. Don't, MJ don't wins it. again. Don't, don't call. Don't call it no slut. I mean, it's a come up for little. It's a come up for little Marcus, but that's that should be district. Well, hold on. We don't know the relationship with Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan's son. We think we we think they should be like uh Pippen should be their big uncle. But but we, why? We why would we think that? Uh because I guess they 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 played so many years together. You you know uh they played the but they they played together. They 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 weren't homies. Yeah I guess they weren't they, they weren't homies they 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 played together they, but they didn't hang out, you know. You know, Mike had his own life. Scotty had his own life. So, nah, you would, I, 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 you, I would never think that Scotty was, you know, a big uncle to to Jeffrey and um, Marcus. Even if it, if he, even if that's not true, just out of the optics, how it looks, 
That dude is out of pocket. Both she's out of pocket and the son is too. There's no way around it to me. Like, why the, why find the somebody out of else. Why the son because out of of, because of Pippins. Pippin's relationship with Jordan, even if they're not the best of friends. Fuck Scotty. <laughs> clearly, clearly, that's what Michael telling the, the boys. <laughs> I can't get him, so you get him. You get him, son. Shit, I took that part. Scotty. I don't think. I think I agree with Rodney. They ain't homies, so whatever. Fuck him. Oh, that's dirty. I mean, when you think about that's it, hey, if, if she getting it in with, with Future, who I thought would, would, was not on her level, you know what I'm saying? Then. She giving she giving Lamarcus just the, the the publicity. I don't know him outside of being MJ's son. You know, I don't, I don't see him on social media doing anything. So you know, I don't even know how he pulled him. He got bread. He um he runs a trophy room. Trophy like room, a, a high end Air Jordan. Sure. You know, he everything Jordan. So he's living off his dad's course legacy. But he makes some bread because he um. He runs what they call a trophy room. Some of the best are Jordan's most expensive sneakers that you can find out there. So, Cedric, how do you feel about it? Uh, yeah, man, don't, be, don't don't take my shine. No, I'm, I'm indifferent about it, man. I'm just indifferent about it. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I, I don't. I'm indifferent. I mean, it's just, it's a man and a woman. I don't. I don't care. I don't think. I don't think much of Lawrence or Pippen. I, I don't. I really don't. And I don't think much of fucking Michael Jordan's son. I mean. Yeah. So I fuck Scotty. Fuck Scotty. <laughs> fuck him. I don't think he crossed. I don't think they crossed no boundaries. Only be, that's just like it's because we played on a team together. We can't now. I, hold on. Now, if that was Michael Jordan and Lois of yeah. Pearson, yeah, that, 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 that's different. That's it's different. the same thing. It's his son. It is. No, Michael. no, hell He's no. Representing his father. That's Hell too no. close, man. That's too close. Hell no. Tripping. Hell no. What's the Fuck what's Scotty. the what's the age difference between them? Like what's what's shit about 20, at least 25, I, I would say. Like them young guys, man. I mean, is she worth it. Yeah. Nothing will happen to him. To he'll be okay. It's just a flame. It just looks bad to me. Yeah, it's bad optics. I agree. But I whatever, agree. whatever. Fuck Scotty. Anyway, uh, said did did, did you get the cherry uh, cherry elevens? You get them? No. You know what? I saw them on. Uh, I they redoing them on sneakers app on the sneakers app that you can try to get them in because I guess when we when we try to get them the first time, it was down. So they're gonna do another uh another I wanna get them, but they're gonna do another uh try for them. But I'll end up getting them on StockX probably because I like them. okay. I'll what about those. the lost and founds? You get them? No, I didn't. I did I'm not a big Jordan One guy. Okay. I'm not, okay. I'm not a big Jordan One guy at all. So especially the high, because they just they fit they fit crazy to me. It's not a good, not my favorites. Oh, uh, to all y'all who ain't following, we talking Jordans right now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I did. I did get the. I did get the the cherry elevens. I did get those. It was a surprise. I was working, and I got an alert on my phone saying, "Hey, they just dropped." So I I went in and boop boop boop, and I got oh, them. So yeah. um, and I and I probably won't wear them, and I, I don't think I'm gonna wear them until 
I got a question for you too, see. I got a question for you. I'm gonna save it for offline, but I got a question, and it's and it, and it's going it's 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 about the cherry thirteen cherry elevens. Right. But anyway, so um, so what else we got going on? Because you know we going on, you know we gonna wrap this thing up pretty soon. I just want to make sure everybody you know got a chance to you know shoot they wide a little bit and get out anything that they've just been on their minds that we hadn't talked about. And you like you got some, you got some. Nah, I, 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 I got it. All right, what about them 49ers? What, what they gonna do, man? Super Bowl, right? <laughs> and is that a Black Panther uh, picture that you sent behind? Yeah. This Black Panther is not the Black Panther. Man. <laughs> no Black Panther. I'm at my mother-in-law house for the holidays, so. What? Hey, don't, hey, don't get hey, hey. Hey, get a pillow. Hey, don't don't get no pillow in your hand. <laughs> your That's why I thought that question stay was so funny. I'm like, stay away from the. Don't pillow. put a million dollars in front of me. Eat it with it. He with it. But they ain't serving you nothing for dinner tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna segue into our last topic, which will be the swerp of the week. Um, so who wants to start off? With their swerp of the week, I'll start off. Yeah, I know. Yeah, have y'all ever heard of Chrisley? Chrisley knows best. It was like a re- reality TV show. <laughs> white, white, yeah. white family, uh, Southern. I think they were Georgian. Man, this fool that was just um, sentenced to twelve years of bank fraud and tax evasion. I mean, I don't know the whole story, but when that when that sh- shot across my uh, timeline, I was like, man. What? So this dude was on TV for reality. He looked they looked like they was balling, man. I mean, I don't it was in real estate at his big fancy house, him, and his wife, those two kids. And next thing you know, here in 2022, he's getting uh going to jail for 12 years. What about his wife? His wife got seven years. So she got seven, he got 12. Uh bank fraud, tax evasion. Man, you, they was doing it big time for TV, doing it for the ground. They swerve, swerve of the week for me right there. That wasn't worth it at all. No, one word. I go next. My uh, my swerve of the week is the uh, Walmart uh, shooter in Virginia, uh, supervisor Lee. You know, what I'm saying uh, he deserved swerve of the week in my opinion. You know. Uh, I'm just not real a big fan of, you know, you having a mental issue and you just taking out on everybody else in the world when you could just turn that gun on yourself and just go and did it, you know? So that's my swerve for the week. Uh, and you got a swerve for the week? Man, honestly, no, I don't got it. No sort for the week, to be honest. I can't think Man, of just think about it. You can come up with one. All right. I, I, let Jay go and I come up with one. Swerp of the week. The American Music Awards for canceling that Chris Brown, uh, Michael Jackson tribute. I would have loved to see right. it. Oh, yeah. Did they ever get a reason behind that? I don't think so. I think it's the Rihanna situation from years ago. What? God damn. He can't still be punished for that? That's stupid. Yeah. 
it, it got to be something other than that, man. That rehearsal looked dope as I don't know what. I need that to look that up. Good. I heard it was good. I need to find that. I saw that on IG. That rehearsal looked dope, man. And, and, and quiet as kept, I think he would be the only guy that can probably beat R. Kelly in the verses. Oh, hell, fuck no. <laughs> but you went too far. Got, the boy got a catalog. <laughs> next Chris show, next show or Kelly versus Chris Brown versus. Let's talk. Oh, hell, that. fuck no. Hell. <laughs> you hey. went too far. I'm telling you. I got my money that's on all, CB. That's almost on some LaVell Crawford type shit now. What I'm up? telling you, I got my money on CB. I ain't going to take it over, but almost I got my money LaVell on CB. Crawford Listen, type work. I, I like, I like Kells. I like Kells. I like Kells. Kells is unique. <laughs> CB got their catalog. Wow. <laughs> what? Hey, what? no, I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna front. CB, when I was working out, I, I, I stumbled across a CB playlist. <laughs> and that mug, next thing I know, it's two hours later. It's still playing. And I'm jamming. So he do, but like Jay said, he's going to the And it run deep in hip hop, more so than what L R Kelly does. He got the hooks for most of your uh your 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 rapper singers and stuff like that. So yeah, he he can get. I think he's the only one that that can come close to 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 beating um R Kelly in the verses. Next show, we got we gonna we gonna discuss. Put together your put together uh, your ten Chris Brown songs that can go. Yeah, don't do me like that. That boy. Got really, I, let's do it. We, we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. Okay, so if I do Chris, you doing you doing chaos? I can do it. I can do it. Ten, not twenty. Just do ten. So what what we talking about? We finna do a R. Kelly, Chris Brown versus on our podcast. Yes, man, that'll be hard, man. I'm fans of both of them dudes. Okay, me too. It'll be good. It seems like I don't I don't even know why we doing it, but okay, that's what y'all want to do. Uh, so do I got a swerve of the week? Damn. Um, uh, nope, I don't. So, uh, once again, if I don't have a swerve of the week for the for everybody, then I'm going to be swerve of the week. So, uh, for this week, I'm swerve of the week. Uh, for not having a swerve of the week. So oh, yeah, and. No, yeah, and then have okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could we coming back to you, and what you got? I told you I ain't got nothing. You Man. ain't come up with nothing over that that whole time that we were coming up with ours. You didn't come up with nothing. Well, you swerp. My, I was gonna say Hughes was swerp for betting for uh betting with the Cardinals Monday night at the last minute without the starting quarterback. Well, there you go. There hey. you go. They Squeak. won. They won the week before. Squeak is your. Swerp of the week, and I agree because he was wild as fuck. <laughs> I couldn't bet. believe it. he was wild as fuck for that bet. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I, was, I was, I was trying to, I was trying to lure, lure him in and and, and hook line and sinker. Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. So, so, so with, with so for all our subscribers, uh, <laughs> James, the one, <laughs> and all the ones that have. Uh, you know, kind of tuned in on us. We have um, a little pool going on with football. And, um, you know, we make our picks every week. And the winner gets an undisclosed amount. You know, we won't, we won't disclose what that is because, you know, FCC might be on us or some shit. 
So, uh, right now, Sed is in the lead. I can still see him now. But we nipping. We nip. Wait a minute. What the hell happened? I can see C. I I can see him too. But why the hell am? How did you get an extra game up on me? I don't know. Something done. Oh, well, uh, well, America, we're gonna have to look into this because this this is foul. Because I was in second place when I looked at this motherfucker earlier. Now I'm in third. But anyway, we nipping at says heels. He, you know, he was squawking big time. He playing it too safe. You know, he's squawking big time a couple weeks ago. But now we within, we, you know, we within three or four games of him. So, you know, just just, light just work. yeah, I like okay. work. Okay, keep picking the Rams. Keep picking the Rams. That's gonna be you're gonna be in third place. So, say how many games have you won? I'm only won. Uh, how so many weeks? I won. I won two. I think I won three weeks. But he was always first to second. But yeah, I just say had until last week. I really hadn't had a bad week. I was always one or two every week. Okay, or tied. But I had a bad man. I I, I took it on the chin last week. See that's so why, you, that's why me and me and me and the blade. Oh, I'm oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to put your alias out there. That's why yeah, me that's and Ant are the people's champ. Because either we, you know we're we winning, or we're second. You know that's why that you know that's that's why you know our records are where they're at. So, okay. you know, so Rodney, how many weeks have you won? I've won two. Me and too. I finished, and I finished second a lot. And a lot. And, and Jerry, how many times have you won? Why would we bring him up? <laughs> I mean, I don't even know why we would bring him up, but yeah. black quarterback, black uh black coach, black uh whatever, all black. I'm gonna call I you Kyrie. I won yeah. one, one, Ronnie. You just won two. Calm down. He was I changed my mind. Chris Brown can get uh, R. Kelly in the verses. I can't hear you, Jerry. What did you say? Chris Brown can get R. Kelly in the verse. Yeah, he, I'm telling you, he's he, he a little deeper than what I, I tell you. He got some. Y'all need to roll crazy. Can't, so that he can get him. R. Kelly stuff changes and it gets corny after a while. I still respect him, but it gets corny. So we're going to end we gonna end this podcast on that nonsense. <laughs> Ain't no sense to talking when these motherfuckers talking about Chris Brown get R. Kelly in the, uh, in the, in the verses. So uh, once again, I appreciate everyone who uh, tuned in, who thinking about subscribing, maybe subscribe. Hey, we got James. So shout out to James. Uh, shout out to Christina G for uh, posting a question to us last week. I hope she's still with her husband. Uh, well, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's not a good thing for her to be with her husband, but whatever. And but, shout out um, to Israel. He posted a question. I asked the question back. I wanted to get his feedback on what he didn't like about Black Panther as well. That's a woman. Right. That's, that's a girl. Oh, that's a girl. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Well, we just lost that subscriber. <laughs> hey, hang on one second. Hair Escapades, Green Cloud, Art Organization, Black X, Andre Wallace. Um, yeah, some people from overseas subscribing. Um, Junior, Rod D, Joshua, Batman, seventeen fifty-five. Keep they're subscribing. subscribing. They subscribing as we speak. No, no, these are our current subscribers. Oh, okay. Shout out to all of them. Nice. You know, shout out to all of them. Um, man, 
It's been great. You know, we did something that Wu-Tang never could do. We got all our members on stage at one time. Yeah. So, so this 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 is history right here. Um, want to say shout out to all the subscribers that Jay just named. I want to say shout out to everybody. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Everybody happy Thanksgiving. stay safe. And we'll get you, we'll, we'll catch you on the next episode of Pod D. Peace. Peace. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble gobble. <laughs>